Hey there, this is Steve Kerr, and you're listening to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. Stay tuned. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Gentlemen, welcome to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. I'm Dean Hill. See you at ringside. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. We are going to talk today about tag team wrestling. And of course, here are my tag team partners in what will be, uh, I think we're going to, are we entering the, the new trios tournament for AEW, Jimmy? Yeah, I think we maybe are. The Absolutely. Professor Jimmy Street. And the Plastic Chic, Jared Street. Hey, guys, what's up? Jared has a brand new microphone toy to play with. Look at him. Look at him go. He's got his, he's not even on his phone anymore. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's big boy. He's grown up now. I'm so proud of him. Yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of ties in with, so obviously today we, that uh, we're recording this two days before the show drops as you know, we do this by the seat of our pants here, but Sorry, Jimmy. it's all good. Hey, it works out. Steve Rosenthal episode. Hey, by the way, thank y'all for listening. Numbers are doing great. We'll be doing more fun stuff like that coming up. But wait, a minute, we wait, did wait, th- wait, did the numbers bounce? Cause I wasn't on that episode. Oh, the numbers are still high on your episodes, Dan. It's all good. You know? <laughs> okay, good. That helps we're good. Go. You're still Terry Gordy. We're fine here. So we did make the announcement. Jared's coming on the team full time. Third host announcement, obviously free bird rule at any time can always move one of us out just temporarily if we can't make a show, but long story short, we're at our best when we're at the three of us. I do want to make a fun couple of announcements because we're going to keep this quick here because we've got three awesome matches to watch. But one of the things that I want to celebrate is our homie, Flynn Hendricks, alumni of the show, was on SummerSlam. So last Saturday night, Flynn Hendricks made his appearance trying to talk Seth Rollins out of losing his stuff on Matt Riddle, basically. So anyway, long story short, that was cool, guys. Did y'all see that? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It was, it was cool. How did he uh, get the extra work? Did you talk to him? Well, no, I didn't, but I was thinking we might have him on just to do a quick interview with him about it sometime. But basically he's on this list that they are all on and Plunky has never done it, but he says there's a list used to be, you could talk to Bert Prentice and of course Bert's passed on rest in peace, but I I don't know. I was never privy because they didn't need managers, but long story short. Yeah. Darren, how cool was that? You know, doesn't he do some like security work anyway? And he, he does. So he had a security shirt on, uh, you can see it in the, in the, uh, if you pause it or whatever like that, you can see like he has a security shirt on. So it probably was doubly, maybe, maybe in a way there was a doubly way he got on there or something. Maybe so. Yeah. Cause you know, I was sitting on your couch at your house, Casa de Chic. And by the way, Steve Rosenthal loved the name plastic chic. He's actually, he's like, I just wrote that down. (laughs) So I offered to sign my uh, exclusive deal with him, Dan, if he wanted to make a figure. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can we make figures? Of all three of us. Is there there any wrestling podcast that make their own figures? 
Um, uh, maybe, uh, maybe not that I've ever uh, heard. Uh, of. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Go ahead, guys. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And so obviously, Flynn Hendricks was on SummerSlam the very next night at Ric Flair's currently last show. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Wolfie D made his appearance. Now, again, Wolfie D is related to the show by my show with him, but, you know, he'll be a future guest sometime when we can tie him down and t- make him do it. But anyway, he's, he like, was he's in, like a cousin to the show, right? He is definitely a cousin. Yeah. yeah. He's the, yeah, he's the wild cousin that taught you about heavy metal and stuff. So it, Wolfie it was, was in the Bunkhouse Battle Royal, and then he was a producer for the Jonathan Gresham, Alan Angels, and here's what Wolfie D said. So this show's dropping. So this will be an exclusive. He went to Jonathan said, Hey, I've got this idea for this four corner spot. It was a spot that he invented back in the day where they all miss. Then they all hit. And then they all do a submission hold. And he thought these guys would be perfect for it. So Jonathan Gresham was kind of like the leader of the, the match, apparently. And Jonathan said, okay, so here's the thing. We are listening to your ideas. We'll put them together and see if they work with ours. And, you know, Wolfie was kind of hot about it. And Wolfie said, okay, uh, okay. He went to Road Dog, and Road Dog said, yeah, dude, that's how it all is. Everywhere. NXT, it's all like that. They just think the old guys don't know what they're doing, and they want to do it their way. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, the match apparently was still good. You know, I didn't watch the whole event, but at the same time, I kind of saw what I wanted to see. Seemed Wolfie like had it. a nice spot there in the yeah. middle of his. Yeah. yeah. He, he eliminated somebody too, so it was good. Yeah, he did. And what's so funny about that is we have a segment called Don't Get Me Started. And he went off on Joey Janela one day talking about the firefoot angle, the, the fire super kick. And I said, mm-hmm. dude, he was getting karma back on you, man. <laughs> <laughs> he heard you run in your mouth. <laughs> That's right. I know. And. Now that Janela is not under contract with any particular promotion, yeah, I mean, you know, it's good good work for him. Yeah, although I mean, so is Angels. I mean, there's there was right, right. a few people now that's been uh, I mean, that, contract expired. Yeah, I mean, could that open a door maybe for a Conrad Thompson, Jim Crockett? Who knows? Or Freddie Prince Jr. Even. Yeah, there yeah. you go. I think that one might be more viable anyway, but yeah, we'll get into that at another time. So obviously, you know, the Steve Rosenthal episode is doing great. The cool thing is, I think we've got three more interviews just from doing the one interview. So really cool names. Don't want to, you know, if you mm-hmm. haven't heard the yep. episode yet, you know, really cool names. Hopefully those, you know, all work out. The ball is rolling on that process. So and I, yeah. I need... I'm definitely 100% after hearing it all. I'm getting a uh, Brody. Yeah. yeah to go with too. my Brody. Yeah. And I'm getting a Stan Hansen. And then I'm probably going to order the uh, No Hold Bard set. So I have the three the of tiny them. Wiener come- the tiny wingers come. Uh, the tiny wingers bit. Yeah. Well, if it ain't the teeny wingers. <laughs> I got it. Good luck. I couldn't get the. Uh, I couldn't get the. No holds barred set on drop day on Mattel Creations, and uh, yeah, eBay I'm, prices, I'm probably not going to be able to get it. It's it's e- eBay prices are currently at double the price of re- double retail. So it, the uh, packaging alone was amazing. Oh, yeah, amazing. for real? Yeah. You know, honestly, guys, we got three killer matches. Yes, you guys want to watch those? What do you think about that? Let's do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so everyone stick around. We're going to get to the first match after this commercial break here on Give Me Back. 
by pro wrestling. Hey guys, this is Wolfie D from PG-13. Check out my podcast, Live and in Color with Wolfie D, every Monday at noon. We're talking Memphis, we're talking ECW, WCW, WWF, everywhere that I've been. We even have some great guests, some Hall of Famers on the show with us. Every Monday, Live and in Color with Wolfie D. Hey, this is the one-man goldmine, the one-man enterprise of professional wrestling and all entertainment, Flynn Hendricks. And you better believe when I'm looking for a good podcast to listen to, I go to my own. I go to the I Know You Hear Me podcast hosted by me, Flynn Hendricks. That is such a fresh perspective for how you should look at life, too. Like, I just, I love that. And then when I'm feeling spooky, I go to my other podcast, Tales from the Haunt, where myself, yeah. I want my head shoved inside a 15-pound silicone mask more. You know, I want to have a bucket of sweat coming off me at the end of the night. And just Jeff. Dogs don't lay eggs, Flynn. <laughs> I hate you so much. Talk to other scare actors about what it takes to get into the world of scare acting. So if you're curious about how people became professional wrestlers, actors, prioritized their mental health, became entrepreneurs, avoided burnout, or got into scare acting, you need to go check out I Know You Hear Me and Tales from the Haunt, available on all podcasting platforms. And I know you hear me. All right, guys, we're back here on Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling, and we picked the three matches we're going to do. This yeah. is the first one. We're doing them in chronological order. So, will the host that picked this match please give us some details? You know I will. <laughs> so, this is an amazing match, guys, because, I mean, the three matches we picked are top-notch of all sorts. They're literally Hall of Fame tag teams, every one of them. So this one is Dean and Joe Malenko versus the British Bulldogs. It happened on January 28th of 1989 at an all-Japan New Year's Giant event. It's roughly around 24 minutes long. The match is total. The video is 26 minutes and 55 seconds. Now, just some notes that I have here about it. it is literally what I would say a phenomenal showing of how a formulaic tag match should play out. I mean, it's absolutely art. And the Bulldogs show why they were in the upper echelon of all-time tag teams. And then, unfortunately, around this time, this was the start of the decline for Dynamite, unfortunately. Other than that, just a, a clinic of good quality tag teams. You know, the cool thing is, is, you know, we we're watching an FTR match a little later. I feel like FTR would have worked in this match. Also, there's a killer match with the British Bulldogs in the Rock and Roll Express that's really good. So really, all of our matches kind of could work together, you know, given the right amount of time. But long story short, this is the Bulldogs and Joe and Dean Malenko, and I'm excited for y'all to watch this. Now, what was the year on this again? 1989. Even 89, though it was, okay. I think it was released on a, a, a tape that All Japan put out, or early 90, but it was from 89. So this event okay. was... Yeah, so the link is always are in the description of the show. So what I'm going to do is we'll count it down if everybody's ready. All right, and to start this one off, it will be Paisley Street counting us down. Three, two, one, go! Oh, yeah, man. Now read that to us, Dan. British Bulldogs versus the Malinkos. <laughs> <laughs> There's Mr. Dean. Personality himself, Mean Dean, which man I, of a thousand holds. Yeah, the Mike Jablonski of all Japan. 
<laughs> now, I have to I have to tell you, this is the first time I've ever seen Joe Malenko work. My first time too. Yeah. Yeah, he's oh. great. Really? Uh, look look at Davey. Man. Oh man. What a just a massive just now there's my, you know, subtle favorite. You know, he never really makes my top, but for sure, you know, I love the Bulldogs, by the way. So, oh, yeah. I mean, what's not to love, you know? Yeah. Uh, Dynamite Kid was a little fire hydrant, wasn't he? He really was. Oh, man. Watching Dynamite Kid is always so reminiscent of Chris Benoit. I mean, it's. Oh, it yeah. is. It's impossible. It's, it's yeah. impossible not to see that. Now, I will say that Dean reminds me of Chris Benoit in a few spots in this match. So I feel like maybe Chris had been watching a little Dean, maybe. But, you know, Chris wasn't far behind this. No. Dean has a a special type of intensity that he really? can bring forth. People say he doesn't have any personality or where he's dry or whatever, but uh, he's really not. He just does it in his way. It's Yeah, totally. Couldn't agree his, more. His facials are so subtle. He, he could have always benefited from a, a mouthpiece, though. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. so that well, I, yeah. I love that subtle piece right there where Dean's showing Davy is, you know, the stronger one. I love that. Well, look, look at Davy. I mean, he's huge. I know, right? There's no hiding that. And that's not even like huge, huge Davy. That's like. Still kind of like, small, Davey. Still kind of small, Davey, yeah. Did you see the look on Malenko's face? He was just like, oh, hell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what have I done? Oh, great facial reaction. Talking a little bit there, saying, hey, I'm going to do this spot. Yeah. That. Yeah, but see, when I was a kid, I thought they were just talking smack to each other. Well, that's the beauty of it, right? So, yeah. I love that spot, by the way. The the fall back down and bring him right over in a head takeover. I love yeah. that spot. Yeah, it's great. That crowd has no clue, do they? They're like, well, it's just, it, they don't know the, the beauty that they're getting ready to watch. But I mean, that's the Japanese crowd though, too, is so true. You know, Ooh, that was now tell me you're not oh. getting FTR vibes out of these guys, you know, so. man, it's just quality is just what it is. I mean, it's, it's, it really is. It's like a new leather jacket, you know, a, a nice new car, whatever, you know, just, you feel like there's just quality. Here we go. Now, Joe's the underrated one in this. I think he does. He has some good spots. So. Oh man. This dynamite is just, just fantastic. Always looks like he's a second away from killing you too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about someone else. that looks like that here later on, but yeah, he's got that menacing vibe to him. Yeah. Lock those legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that like a Kimura he's got right there? Kind of like a, looks like before it, yeah. it was a Kimura really. Yeah. Right. It was like a key lock or something. I think. Yeah. 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 That's like a nice cravat there. Mm-hmm. Now see right there, if, if Dynamite would have flipped over onto his back, he could have choked him out with that, actually. Yeah. It's almost like yeah. a Dars choke. Some nice amateur wrestling vibes in this match, definitely, too. 100 percent I've never been mad at amateur chain wrestling in a match. I don't care who it is, if they can pull it off, 
yeah. in a high flying match or a spot match or hardcore, whatever, as long as they can pull it off. I love chain wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. There's totally. an awesome, uh, mid South, uh, is it mid, no, is it uh, mid Atlantic? Sorry. Mid Atlantic where flair and Piper chain wrestle. Yes. Like, that, that's some good stuff. That's quality. It's incredible. Yeah. Oh. Piper's wearing a suit too, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or flair. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Like, you got to find think, that. Yeah. That's good. I'll put that on the group page. All right, Joe. What are you going to do? The big boy here. Yeah. Why would you ever test a strength against it? Come on. I mean, I know it's a spot <laughs> to make you look strong, but it just doesn't, that didn't make sense in psychology wise. Right. Right. I would like to see that more with guys who are like, like both, like, you know, the same size, like, yeah, big, two big giants doing it. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, like, I mean, if you're going to AEW, do like Wardlow and, and powerhouse Hobbs. Hobbs and just get them to like do that test of strength, man. It'd be great to see every once in a while. Yeah. Really it would. would. Yep. Two big meat slappers out there. Just getting it. I always lo- I, I loved Malenko. I loved his WCW music, by the way. Oh, me I mentioned too. that in the music episode. We didn't, bro. We missed it, but well, it's true. I suck. I mean, because it was awesome. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Ooh, double nips. Nice. Yeah. Look at them. Look at them, each other. Like nothing good but, facials, man. You know? Man, nothing beats a good pair of nips. Yeah, exactly. Don't even cover them up. So what I always liked about Dean was he would go to his tiptoes to work a hold, you know? Yeah, that extra because he was a short dude, so that extra right. height. Here we go. Oh wow. Oh my god. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. He's not he's like, you're not supposed to be there. <laughs> uh, look, Dean just raising that one eyebrow like oh hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Send in the madman. That just gave me goosebumps, y'all. Mm. Yeah, you don't match power with the bulldogs. You never have. There it is. Dude, anybody that who anybody who wants to flex. talk about you know wrestling, you know that it can't get injured and everything like that. It's all you know whatever. But man, that, that's some real contact right there. That's oh yeah, oh yeah, totally. That chin lock was a little sus. Yeah, but I think Dean's <laughs> Dean breathing pretty it. hard. Yeah, yeah, I think Dean's breathing pretty hard. And it looked like he was giving him a little room there, and Dean made it look mm. better. Mm-hmm. A little rest break. Yeah, yeah. Do you think Dean could make anyone look amazing? I mean, quite possibly. Yeah. <laughs> quite possibly. The fact that he's not in—he's not in the Hall of Fame, is he? WWE Hall of Fame? No. I oh, mean, what a crime! I mean, hopefully one day. They need to have a non-specific Hall of Fame for pro wrestling right? so that anyone can be in it. Because for Dean not to be recognized like that is just... Yeah, you're right. That. Super simple. Look at that. Oh, at, man, that's pretty. <laughs> a little Poison Rana action. Oh, oh yeah. That's how you sell a power this, Oh, exactly. Out. The sale on that is... Oh. All right, Joe, get him. Joe looks like someone's uh, drunk uncle at a barbecue just trying to fight with no shirt on and yeah I used to throw a football a quarter mile (laughs) yeah (laughs) I just came from the bar it was dollar beer night come on boys where's them hot dogs at 
<laughs> I recently spoke to someone in an interview and they were talking about, you know, the Malinkos would still accept some people that probably weren't the best wrestlers to be able to, it was Paul diamond. I'm sorry. I just spoke to Paul diamond recently about this. And he said that the Malinkos, you know, being trained by the Malinkos is great, but they would also kind of accept some people just to keep the lights on. That shouldn't be (laughs) there. Yeah. But it was just the nature of the the business that way. But that's how it was back then. Right. I mean, totally, totally. No one's busting down the doors at, at wrestling schools to, you know, right. You got to get the guys in there that are probably never going to make it to pay the way for the guys that are going to make it, you know? So, oh, yeah, of course. Look, look, look at at Joe with some high spot work. I'm saying, yeah. And folks, high spots do not have to be aerial, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're not muscling a a now that. Oh, oh, you got her. Yeah. It's a good spot. Oh, wow. Whoa. Oh, okay. That was cool. That was inventive. I've never seen that. Because really dynamite couldn't really help him and not look bad if he did. Oh, yeah. That's probably why we haven't seen Joe is because his back just got shredded. <laughs> <laughs> Joe blew about five of his uh, lumbar spine out doing that. Yeah. So I'm not familiar with all Japan a lot, but... Is that the typical referee uniform, or can we call this guy blue suit? Yeah, we'll call him. <laughs> I don't know. I can't lie. I mean, this is eighty nine. You know, so he looks like he's. It looks like he's in a leisure suit, yeah. and yeah. he's probably going to the disco after this to try to pick up hot chicks. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Him and uh, Steve Martin and Dan Aykroyd. So this is kind of. I don't even know what this move is called. What is that? That's a uh, is that ankle <laughs> lock. It's all, it was a kind of like a, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of, he's got his legs bone arrowed up a little bit there, like Indian death lock a little bit, yeah, but a little bit. Yep. But then pulling on the shin. Yeah. Look at him. Joe mm. and Dean, very similar in certain instances though, you know, Oh, yeah. Oh, tombstoned him. Beautiful. Oh, wow. Yeah. Way to steal a move from Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Here comes the strong one. You've just been dealing with him. You think he's the strong one, and now you got this monster. strong ones. I know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we need. We need some more monster tag teams. Like the last ones we had were what? A- AOP maybe? Yeah, I mean, but sort they of? Were, yeah, they were limited. They really couldn't speak. I mean, obviously, Paul Ellery oh, helped him, but that move sucks. Yeah, the old spreader. <laughs> the old, the old, yeah, the old nut spreader. Yeah, and that's kind of called the banana split in amateur wrestling. Is it okay? Yeah, I mean, in a way, it's not exactly. Yeah. How do you Look, get out of that? Uh, one? I, 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 I amateur wrestled one season in middle school. And if someone would have done it to me when I got done, I would have punched him in the mouth. Cause that yeah. just messed up, man. Yeah. Usually if they're doing that to you, they were, they're in full control of you though. So you were really you not to knock you Dan for weight or anything. Were you a heavyweight in high school? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So those are men. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those yeah. aren't kids. And heavyweight in high school, those are men. <laughs> yeah. I, I When I played football in high school, I was like 250. Okay. So, yeah. Look at him. That's a good move. I like that. Little short arm scissors. Yeah. Love it. I miss working a body part. Oh, totally. I mean, I don't want to sound like the old codger, but I do miss working a body part. Well, it can still be done. The thing is, is slowing it down enough to sell it. That's the trick. It's something as simple as punching somebody and mm. shaking your hand is is working. You know what I'm saying? And if oh, they yeah. just do small things, then bigger things can work as well, in my opinion, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I still complain. The only complaint I will I will make and sound like an old man, a forty six year old man, is that sell you, selling needs to be a huge part of things. Yeah, I hate when people hit someone with like a oh top rope spitting tornado DDT and then they just jump up and then super kick you and you're like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of two. That's part of the fast pace that sometimes they try to do now too. Though they can't really, they don't have time to sell. Right. Mm-hmm. They're right. always trying to get to the next spot. Holy crap. Oh, around his ass. <laughs> that hurt. And deadlifted him up too. Cause there's no way Joe could have helped him up. You know, Joe didn't get to flat back that at all. It was right on the tailbone. Yeah, bro. You broke my cock sticks, laddie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Suddenly Joe was Scottish. <laughs> Here we go. Here's <laughs> the, the Highlands of Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Mm. The headbutt probably rocked his bell right there, you know. I like that fist drop. That was kind of a unique fist drop. Yeah. He was actually punching on the way down. See, that was one thing that I loved about Hawk from the Road Warriors, that he dropped when they were the LOD. Mm. They didn't really do that as much anymore, but he had that fist drop going, and that was almost a Hawk fist drop. But Hawk... Oh my God. Can you imagine being down on the ground, looking up at that fist coming mm. down to nail you <laughs> three, be- uh, the two best fist drops in the business was Hawks and, um, uh, Arn Anderson. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Arn was very seated octopus. What was that? Oh, okay. Oh, take that. How you like that, buddy? Arn was very much like a Malenko in, in certain ways, you know? Oh, he's using he's using his 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 leg hook against him. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. That it was, was almost it was hard to tell who it was supposed to be hurting. But do you guys get what I meant when I told y'all this was like a scientific art? Does that make sense? Mathematic oh, yeah. art. <laughs> well, yeah, because one thing you have to do one or two things to lead to the third thing. You have right. to do a formulaic type of. Set up. Yeah. Well, what a hot tag to Dean. Yeah. <laughs> Dean coming in like a house of fire. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hot tag the ice man. <laughs> oh, take that knee here. How old is Dean here? Oh man. That's a good question. God, I would beautiful. say late twenties. Uh, known for his high flying maneuvers, Dean Malenko, <laughs> the luchador Dean Malenko. Yeah, right. El Masco. Oh, what's this going to be? Oh, is he yeah. Surfboard oh, him? Surfboard. Yes, he is. Looks oh. like. Oh, 
get your legs around my big calves. Well, I always thought Scottish this would have too. to hurt a little bit. <laughs> he's Birmingham, right? They're kind of Scottish. Yeah. Well, yeah. well of course that's going to hurt, man. Well, at least when they stood on you, that part had yeah. to suck. Yeah. Especially <laughs> somebody's <laughs> biggest baby boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The referee's <laughs> like, hey, you get out of here. You stay out. <laughs> and I mean it. Jared, is that you reffing that? No, Ed, you got hair. That must be that's, Jimmy. That's me. Yeah. I wish it was me. That would be rad. Jimmy had hair in 89. Good point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It hadn't bought its ticket home yet. <clears throat> Seven more years and it's gone. Did a comedian once say that when you get older, the hair is just creeping down to your butt? <laughs> Falls off <laughs> out, your head and if, creeps if down if your not, back? they should have said it. Out your nose, out your ears, to your right. butt. Yeah, it's true. Dean is the reason that whenever I play a wrestling game, I always make a clover leaf as a, as a move. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Dean took the stomp and no sold the break. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that was planned or not. Or Dean was just being like, nah. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's not planned and they have to say, okay, is the sale going to make sense? Oh, see, that was beautiful. Kicked the arm out from under him so he couldn't get up. Mm-hmm. Wish the camera would have caught that a little better, though, you know? Mm. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Figure eight. <laughs> Stretching. That's a sugar oh. right there. <sighs> yeah, it is. If he somehow had his head tied up, he would be in a straight-on sugar hold. That one... <laughs> The Japanese fans are always so stoic in the, yeah, in the audience. They're so there. polite. Nowadays, I think they're a little more rabid at certain times than some of the stuff I've seen from like New Japan. But yeah, yeah, just a different nobody style. Was, nobody was more stoic than that uh, time WCW went to North Korea, though. <laughs> they're scared not to be. Good lord, man! I think the most stoic person in that building, though, is still Dean Malenko. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, single leg him. Yeah, okay. That's good. Yeah. The old single leg. Half when I did crab. backyard wrestling as a kid, I always did the Boston Crabs because I'm a big dude and I could just sit back on them. It was always yeah, good. You like the anvil. You like the anvil. I, uh, I do love the anvil. Yeah. That was his, one of his I, moves. I was, I was genuinely sad when the anvil passed. Yeah. It was just that would like, hurt. So crazy too. Was, mm-hmm. I mean, he looked like he was just a blood pressure stroke from happening. Though he was so red looking all the time in his face. Well, you guys saw the goatee I'm growing here all the way down. It's I'm yeah. pulling this out right here. You got the straight anvil. It. I tried that for a while, but I've got a weird curve in my goatee. But neither here nor there. Look at this. Mm-hmm. Nope. Over. <laughs> Oh wow! He's trying to he's trying to back out of it. I love that. Oh my gosh, that's gorgeous. That was a really really nice near fall. Yeah.
block. Yeah. See, a match of this quality with workers of this quality, how much of this was talked out and how much of this is in the ring calling and just feel, I wonder. Yeah, I mean, it, so in Japan, they're called what? Gaijin? Is that mm-hmm. English? I, I believe so, so, yeah. So sometimes, you know, in the States, they would have been split up by heel and babyface. But I would say they probably had a chance to talk some of this through. But again, you know, you'd never know how much probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would, you know, like now the guys now would be like talking every moment of it through. But and there's nothing wrong with that. If it turns out a match like this, I fully support that in all ways. Yeah, yeah. Whatever method works is fine. Right. But um, yeah, back in the day there, didn't they have like the refs go back and forth from heel and face? Locker rooms. Yeah. 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 Talked to Jerry Calhoun one time about that. He's a Memphis ref and he was like, yeah, just to run him to death, you know, but that's, Mm. that's what you got to do. That legit would suck. Yeah. That move right there. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's the beauty of all those. I mean, all these pressures. Yeah. Knee to the cheek. (laughs) Just little things. It's one of those matches you have to be over. Um, you would have to be over as both tag teams to to uh, keep the audience engaged in times like this in the match. Did you see Dynamite Kid's forehead there? He got the Abdullah forehead. Yeah, mm. he's bled a little bit, huh? He's got the foot ref. Come on. So is that from taking that the hard way, the hard way with the, no, it's just bad, deep cuts. Usually I don't ever know why they do that. I would always, you know, like I would always cut with my wrinkle line, you know, I would never cut that up and down. I don't know why those guys did that. Now see, that was a rarity back then to like roll out like that. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this is all Japan too. New Japan, don't, I mean, I don't know as much about all Japan. I know there's like Baba and, you know, yeah, I, I didn't know as much, but I know that, you know, a lot of the guys would go back and forth. Make a lot of money. I tell you what, if you're a, a a young wrestler or someone who's interested in the business and you're listening to this podcast, uh, first of all, that's awesome. But second of all, if you want to oh, be wow. a technical wrestler, you want to work uh, as a, like an old stretcher, an old hooker style, watch the yeah. Malenko's. Yeah. Man. Again, that's just for people that want to be wrestlers. If you want to be an old hooker, that's... Uh, that's a different podcast. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's, the, that's the action pod. You, listen to that one. You don't see a lot of old hookers. <laughs> There's a lot of old hookers in them old action movies. There are a lot of old hookers in action movies. I know. It's almost like you were on that show at one point. Anyway. No, that's a good show, though. It's decent. If you guys want to listen to that, and that's uh, that's what I like. 
Yeah, it's a good show. They just did a a live review of um, what was it, Predator or something? Prey, the Hunter, pre- pre- Predator. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming up on the sixth, yeah. I think. Oh, is that what it is? Check local listings. Ooh, nice look at that! Oh wow. wow. See, yeah. they got a stoic crowd getting real loud now. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Excellent work, boys. The ref was like, get up, guys. The guys were like, we don't want to. We're tired. Yeah. I'm going to look up. I, I, I don't really know, and it's kind of sad to say that I don't know what happened to Joe Malenko. Because I would say he's probably working at an advanced auto part somewhere now in Florida. Maybe, maybe. Oh, right in the face there. Joe had him in the taint face there. <laughs> wow. Is yeah. that like the stank face, but the taint face a little different? And that won it right there. Yeah. Wow. Oh, so do you want to know something about Joe Malenko? Sure. Yeah. He's a pharmacist. Oh, there you man. Go. Who so would want like to be a pharmacist? The kindred spirit with me now. There yeah. You go. You are. You're now. You're like you and Joe. Same people. Favorite wrestling pharmacist. Wonder why yeah. there was never one there of those in the in the you know the nineties when Freddie Joe Floyd and the Duke the dumpster were around. Why wasn't there like? Oh, wait, I think they got in trouble for some of that. There was a pharmacist in the <laughs> Oh, back. there was pro wrestling pharmacists back then. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> also, during that phase is when we got our first dentist pharmacist. Yes. Or dentist yes. wrestler. What am I talking about, pharmacist? Dentist wrestler. Yeah, yeah. He worked in ECW in the 90s. Okay. Joe did? Yeah. Huh. And he came out in 98, and I don't remember this, and confronted Chris Jericho. Okay, I do remember that actually. I do, I do remember. His only appearance on Nitro. Well, that was cool. I mean, so yeah, basically, you know, start us off with a scientific one, right, and then you know go from there, right? So, yeah. Now this next one that's coming up, and I'm going to let the Plastic Sheik take this over here. So after the break, we're going to watch a good old Southern wrestling match, right, Jared? There you go. Yeah, <laughs> and Jared, the difference between wrestling, professional wrestling, and wrestling is there's more W's in wrestling. Is it W A R W E? How do you spell wrestling? No, there there is no W in wrestling. Yeah, wrestling. Oh, that's right. It's just, just R. R. That's okay. It's See, R. that's what it is. R A S S L I N. Yeah, maybe a few it. more S's in there. I don't know. Yeah, well, there might be a few more S's. As we take a break, everyone, go. Get your S's taken care of while we take this break. When we come back, we're going to be going down south for the Plastic Sheik's pick here on Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. If you're a pro wrestling fan, there's something for everyone at the Cheap Heat TV Podcast Network. From the Pro Wrestling Discussion Show, Cheap Heat TV Live, to the Interview Show, the Jackson Interaction Podcast with the king of all wrestling media, Gene Jackson, to the silliness of the Whitey Jenkins Show, and the brand new Zip, Xander's Irresistible Podcast with Charles Anders. You can check them all out and much more over at CheapHeatTVLive.com. This is Charlie with Give Me Back My Action Movies. And Dan. 
Join us every two weeks as we dive into the classic action movies of the 80s and 90s. That's right, Charlie. But we also take a look at some of the current films out there that still has those nostalgic feels for us. Exactly. So make sure you find us on all your major podcasting platforms. And check us out over on Facebook. We have a group where the conversation's always going 24-7. We're having a good time. I think so. I'll be back. All right. As we come back from the All Japan Wrestling promotion, we're now back in the good old states, the USA, down south for the Plastic Sheets pick. Sheik. Sheiky baby. Give me a hand, yeah! Talk to us, sir. All right, guys. So I found this clip a few years ago, and I don't really remember it. I mean, as much as I did watch Smoky Mountain Wrestling back in the day, I don't remember this particular moment. And so I I fell down a rabbit hole and watched a match associated with it and everything like that. But to set it up, the Rock and Roll Express uh, are sick and tired of always being outnumbered by the Heavenly Bodies uh, (laughs) and Jim Cornette. So Bobby Eaton has come in, and he's like the third man on the Heavenly Bodies kind of right now. And so Ricky and Robert go out and recruit some help. And it's pretty unlikely help when you you realize that it's Arn Anderson under the sheet. (gasps) <gasps> and <gasps> well, if you want someone to have your back, you go get an enforcer. Yeah, absolutely. And Arn brings up in his promo that he's, you know, he's not the biggest fans of Ricky and Robert, but he felt very slighted by Bobby Eaton, not checking on him when he was injured and out with a knee injury. Yeah. Uh, he says he expected that out of Stan Lane and Jim Cornette, but not out of Bobby. Eaton. So, <laughs> well, yeah. sir, Robert of Eaton had other things to do at the time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Come on. And, you know, they did three matches with Arn and, and Rock and Roll versus the Heavenly Bodies plus Bobby Eaton. They also did another match that was Heavenly Bodies with Bobby Eaton plus Rock and Roll with Arn Anderson. And that, and that was like a nine-man thing with Dutch Mantel and the Stud Stable. Was that Robert Fuller and, and Jimmy, Jimmy Golden. Golden? Yeah, yeah. Jimmy yeah. Golden, yeah. So it's, it's very interesting. It's very much a representation of the rock and rolls feud with anybody. Jim Cornette was managing and it's got some cool moments and it's just cool to see Arn in a different place. Sometimes, sometimes you only associate him with the, the horseman days or with Tully or with Ric Flair, but it's good. Yeah. It's good to see him in a different place and he legit looks like he's having fun. So yeah, that's all that matters, you know. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to you like you want let's play that promo and then okay. we'll bring sounds in the great. match. Yeah, all right, guys. Great. Here we go. There it is, and there you see the mystery card. Fans, here's your winner of the match, the Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> all right, fans, the Rock and Roll, and there's the mystery partner. The Rock and Roll Express. The winners in the tag team match, and I tell you, we can go back now and watch it as they get out. They're going to come over and talk to the mystery partner. There. That is the funniest thing. That's the funniest thing that I've seen in a week or two. You ain't conning nobody. You ain't got nothing. That's a dog. Look at all these rednecks. They probably see people in sheets coming up to their house all the time. You ain't got nobody. You're scared. You ain't got nobody. Nobody will team up with you. That's some jerk, jerk, some goose. Oh, yeah. You talk, big Cornette, but i tell you one thing. If you've got the guts in you, won't you go pull that sheet off of it and see if there's nobody. Don't see if there's nobody, big boy. That goes for all three of you. 
Bobby, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Let's go over and get a yeah. good laugh. Let's, Let's go over and see Big Bubba from the gas station. Just, just stay in front of me. Hey, Bobby, come here. Come here, Bobby. Come here, Bobby. All right, and Jim Cornette, now in the heavenly bodies. They're going to walk right down the ringside. Rick, I don't know. Is he going to pull it off? I don't think so. But if he does, what a surprise he's going to have because I told you, Cornette, I had a mystery partner for you. He just punched him. And he punched him again, right? <laughs> Let him punch him. Come on, Cornette. Oh, he's getting a little brave now. He's not doing nothing. Watch this. Oh, look at this. Uh -huh. I don't know what he's going to do. Let's see. He's going to pull it off. Oh, my heaven! Oh, my heaven! Oh, my heaven! Oh, my heaven! Oh, Cornette trying to get the bodies out of here, Cornette. Makes a beeline to get out. Whoa, what a wild time. What a you see, Bob Cuddle, every time that we wrestle Jimmy Cornette and the Heavenly Bodies, it's always 302 or 402. And I told you, Cornette, I had myself a mystery partner. And I brought him here tonight for the whole world to see who he is, the Four Horsemen, Art Anderson. More than a surprise, Art. I never, never in my wildest dreams would have dreamed it would have been you. I imagine everybody in this building is in shock. A few months ago, everybody thought Arn Anderson was going to fade to black. His knee injury was going to put him out forever. Well, if you can see me now, you got to know... I'm well. Now then, this isn't about me or the Rock and Roll Express. You see, they don't really like me, and I don't really like them. But all I ask when they made the call was, I'll join you in this endeavor, but just give me the same fight as my partner that you've given me in the past as my opponent. And I'll give you the same, but Bobby Eaton, now let's get to the reason I'm here. While I was laid up in Charlotte, North Carolina, with my knee blown out, did you come by and say, get well, Arn? I'm going to do whatever I can to help you. Let's get that knee well and go on about our business. No, what you did was you ran and stuck yourself back up under Coronet. You became Cornette's little wind-up doll all over again. Let's wind Bobby up and point him and tell him what to do. Well, I never could stand Stan Lane. I can't stand Jim Cornette. But Bobby Eaton, oh yeah. You gotta have a lesson in loyalty, my friend. And if you don't give me the loyalty that you owe me, then on their behalf and my own, I'm gonna beat it out of you. Because you see, if Ricky and Robert have got one fault, the only fault that the Rock and Roll Express has is right here. They got a heart. Well, my heart is on vacation in the Cayman Islands. Jim Cornette, you want to whack me with that racket, you'll have to have a gynecologist to get it out of you first thing in the morning.
take this down and take it to the bank. You may never see this standing together ever again, but if you can get in any building where we're at, get in it while you can, because things are going to happen on our behalf. I can guarantee you somebody's going to get hurt, and it ain't going to be us. That's right, Bottom line. Because let me tell everybody one thing. When Rock and Roll Express and Art Anderson get together, all we do is create stormy weather. Oh, fans, what a surprise and what a shock to all of the wrestling world. God, I love Bob Cottle. But, yeah, I mean, some strong words from Arn Anderson there, you know. He don't play around, you know. <laughs> Arn is, back in the day, there were a lot of people that were legit tough guys in the business. Yeah. Harley Race, uh, Ming, uh, or Haku, or, you know, uh, Arn Anderson. Arn seemed like he was a legit tough guy. There was no questioning that. You know, you saw right. Shawn Michaels come out and dance around and stuff. You were just like, yeah, okay, he's a, he's a kid. Yeah. Arn was never a kid. Right. Right. He I, think he, yeah. I think he was born and he had a job and, and like a, a mortgage the day he <laughs> was a born. Shave. <laughs> a shave, an old, an old, uh, Cadillac or something. Uh, yeah. He was, he was a grown man. Yeah. He seemed like he was always a grown man. So <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's funny. So what do you guys think? You want to watch this match? Check it Let's out. Let's get to it. Let's get to yes, it. Yes, absolutely. All right. So on this one, we're going to do a countdown with Paxton street. Here it is. Three, two, one, go! Oh, yeah. All right, this is great. I get to, I just get to watch pro wrestling tonight for. I know, right? I know. It looks like pro wrestling to me, huh? (laughs) Oh, man. Referee Mark Curtis there, you know? (laughs) Referee was was probably in either Knoxville or Johnson City, to be honest. Okay. But. Because there was like three nights that it could have been the night. There was a Pikeville, Kentucky time. I guess this could be in Pikeville, but yeah. I was thinking it might be. Yeah. Their I've, arena I've, might be a little big for Pikeville, but I'm not positive on that. Yeah. I've been to all three cities. Yeah. Something now, was like that a tag? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> good point. The ref didn't respond to it. Dutch Mantel, uh, laying down the hill commentary. Yeah, of course. Who's, oh, who's with him here? Yeah, it's Dutch and Bob uh, Cottle. Yeah, no, it's I not Bob hear. Cottle. It's not Bob it's Cottle. Not, it's not Bob Cottle. It's Billy something he said calls him at some time. Well, Dutch could have just screwed up the name, too. <laughs> well, it's... Oh, yeah, that isn't. He's... It's somebody different than Bob Cottle. Yeah, yeah it's not Bob. So this is what you, Oh, oops. Oh, take that. Dr. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is what you boys watch Saturday mornings growing up. hundred percent. Any, any chance we nice. could. Yeah. Any nice. chance. See we could lay, this, yeah. uh, this was like watching WCW for me as a kid though. Cause like WWE was always the slicker graphics and all that stuff. It was the show. It was always. Sure. It was always show business. This yeah. was pro right. wrestling. Look, look at Arn right here. Yeah. Oh, that was a good move. Drop down and got him. And work on the leg. We saw Smoky Mountain a couple times live, right, Jared? 
Yeah, in, I can't council, remember where, but Council yeah, Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We saw WCW and Viking Hall at Bristol one time. I've right. been there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Working a body part here for you, Dan. Oh, I love it. See, I love that. Now, of course, this is full on coked out Ricky Morton era right here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. love the double. Oh, yeah. Great. Just a classic move, you know. Did the Rock and Roll Express wear anything but blue tights? Oh, yeah. They were red. Did they? They wore uh, yellow and black. They were. AJ Styles did a, did a style of tights recently that are like powder blue and black. Oh, okay. And that was a tribute to the Rock and Roll Express. Oh, very cool. Might have been a couple of years ago, though, but. They wore a few, but this was their main color for sure. Yeah, that's that's what I always remembered. How many times do you ever see Arn Anderson throw on a figure four on somebody? Not many. How you do this again? <laughs> I didn't know that's you knew what, how to do that. That's <laughs> what Flair looked like um, at his last match. He didn't look like he remembered how to do it. <sighs> well, in fairness, he probably didn't. You know, I don't know. I don't want to talk yell about I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was terrible because it was a spectacle, but sure. Absolutely. It was a show. It was, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's Arn Anderson. Oh, that is beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I love that DDT. That another, that, I mean, dude, maybe Jake's is better. We'll go with that. You know, Jake's is better, but I don't know who else is. Look at Cornette Uh, right here. Good thing Cornette's wearing his dark pants. Seriously. Look, as, God, as a fellow it. Kentuckian, it breaks my heart to watch this happen, but uh, Jimmy uh, deserved it. <laughs> oh, yeah. When it comes to DDTs, Jake, Arn, and probably... Um, I have to think about the third. Raven, maybe? I mean, he had a good one, but... Uh, who's that? Raven? Raven yeah. Yeah, even Flo. Yeah. It was a good hey. one. Hey, Dan, I've always told Jimmy, but I don't know that I've ever told you, Stan Lane and Billy Gunn remind me so much of each other in the ring. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know, it's just the way they move. Yeah. Their mannerisms and such. I, I don't I guess Billy had to maybe pick up something of Stan watching him or something. I don't know because... I mean, yeah, Billy's probably a foot taller than Stan. I know. That's the only God. difference that meant to me. <laughs> Yeah, Billy's Billy's a beast still. That was a great move right there. Did you see that? Yeah. Drop toe hold elbow, baby. Yeah. Good clear the side there. That's a good one. I like that. Look at this working mm. on him in the corner. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Triple team. We need to work on our triple team moves, guys. <laughs> if we're going to win those trios titles. Yeah. Work well with some. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the word trios, but I get it. I'm not going to, you know, get into well, semantics, but that's the traditional term for it in Mexico. So, I mean, I, I sure. get it. No, I do get it, but you know, it's always six man tag, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but it is kind of weird to say six man tag. Cause you're thinking you got six dudes, you know? Yeah. So it, it's weird though. It's like 
the AEW almost got rid of all their three person stables now. So right, but right. Eh, we'll see what happens with it. It'll be as fun. many uh, as many multi man tag tag matches as WWE's done over the years. Teddy Long loved them. It's a wonder WWE didn't invent like a ten man tag belt or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Tell me that's about a good it. Point. Yeah, I do like that they're doing the trios titles though. I mean, everybody says, okay, another tag belt, another title, you know, but still, I like it. I like it a lot. Yep. Now, I know everyone that listens to the show knows I'm kind of an AEW mark, but I would like to just point out that three members of this match have been on AEW television. Yeah, absolutely. Man, Bobby Eaton is so, I mean, I know, I know. Jimmy said it before, but Bobby Eaton is so underrated. I mean, like, yeah. And by all accounts, one of the nicest people you could have ever mm-hmm. met. Yeah. Love yeah. Bobby. And as a kid growing up, I just wanted to kick him in the face as hard as I could. Yeah. yeah you know? Of course. Of course. So good. I was always like, why is a guy so ugly called beautiful? You know? But. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, Bobby was named after his heart. Somebody put that and I was like, wow, that's so true. You know, watch this table. Boom. Oh, old school table move. That's not one of them gimmick jobs. (laughs) Yeah. Dr. Mantel. Well, I don't think Dutch went to school. I don't think he went to doctor school. I mean, if you can call me a professor, I guess he can call him a doctor, right? But yeah, I suppose so. Cornet's on running for his life. Look, there's just one guy standing there just chilling. Everyone else is just scrambling around. Is that Stan on the side? That's like, I ain't moving. No, that's Bobby standing there. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby's like, what are you guys doing? (laughs) Seriously. He's like, and Arn's like, I'm not moving either. Bobby ain't. Everyone else is all just freaking out. The rest of the, them pros are just standing there going, whatever. Yeah. This, this is a masterclass in heel tactics for a, for a tag match. And you got Ricky selling it all. Oh, Ricky selling it is maybe, um, what makes any body they face. Now, is there any argument that. Ricky is, is there any argument against Ricky is Shawn Michaels and Robert is Janetti? I mean, yeah, no, no, there nah. isn't. I think it was more prominent in the rockers though, you know, but oh, even yeah. though Marty was incredible and honestly, if you want to, I mean, may God strike me dead when I say this, but the rockers were athletically better, you know, yeah. but at the same time. Because, I mean, Marty is no, I mean, Marty's great, actually. Marty once, uh, Marty uh, once got called a dork by my buddy Mark on Facebook. How did he take it? Um, uh, he didn't like it. (laughs) He didn't like it. Scoop. Scoop. Now, see, that was that was good movement right there by Arn Anderson. Yeah, he had fire under his butt.
Oh, swing and neck breaker. Yeah. The rocket launcher. Yeah. Alabama jam. Here we go, baby. Oh, that would have been a great match watching Owen versus Bobby Eaton. Holy crap. Oh, wow. oh Lord. Yes. Watch well, this. The, the oh, tennis rackets in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boom. In the kisser. Arn swings this thing like a baseball bat. <laughs> oh, love it. <laughs> he did. He cleaned his clock. Hey, yikes. <laughs> Cornette's beside himself here. Uh, <laughs> Cornette doing the drop down bump. Yep. The frustration bump. <laughs> I love it. He's like, at least I didn't fall from a skyscraper, right? So, oh, jeez. Tell me about it. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that was wow. great, man. That was a great match. The talent that Smoky Mountain Wrestling had at times, I mean, they had a lot of talent to go on to work for other organizations, ECW, WCW, WWF. And if they could have got somehow bigger revenue from like TV, they could have made a lot longer, but they, they didn't have the revenue. You know, the one thing is, is I'm thinking around the same time, ECW was kind of coming on the come up and they could not have been more different yet. They looked similar in the quality of of you right. know, video recording, but they couldn't have been more different because you kind of had the modern style, hardcore brawling style versus the more scientific map based catches catch can type old school, you know, NWA wrestling with Smoky Mountain. So either one of them, though, I was happy to be there, you know. But but this is a time too, if you remember, that the WWF was not doing good either. Yeah. Yeah. Financially, I mean, like they they couldn't. I, I mean, like that's why sometimes some of like like was it Brett's first title run was kind of they didn't sell they it didn't sell good. So like they were unsure of him at one time as as a champion because nobody was paying for wrestling at this time. Basically, right. You're exactly right. Now, after watching that clip of Smoky Mountain wrestling, whether it be in Tennessee or Kentucky, it makes me just nostalgic for them old wax paper Pepsi cups. <laughs> With no lid, no straw, nothing. You just got that cup with all the ice. You spilled half of it on the way back to your chair. Yeah. In a bag of popcorn. Yeah. There you go. In the in the white bag with the red lettering on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hot dog yeah. and the little paper boat thing they put in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Good time. Now did you get the cotton candy for your sister? You know, that kind of thing. So <laughs> hell no. no all right. So as we take our last break. <laughs> Of the night. I think it's our last break. Is this our last break? Sure. That'll work. It doesn't matter. You're fixing post. All right. Everyone (laughs) stick with us. When we come back, we're going to get a little bit more in the modern era as we take a look at a throwback team in a modern classic here on Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. Welcome to the Monster Movie Stomp Down with me, Stompy, and my brother, Frank. Hi, I'm Frank. Join us, Sludge, Mark, and Ruben, three times a month as we review monster movies from around the world. And don't forget about the monthly contest and Triple I. Not only that, Frank, but you will find extra content like the Underdogs, Monster Mash Wednesdays, and the Friday Night Fights, each week exclusively on our Facebook and Instagram. So, please join us at the Monster Movie Stop Now. Your one-stop chomp 
for monster movie reviews, news, interview trivia, laughs, and of course me, stopping and from. Welcome to Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, where each month we drink finely crafted brews while watching terrible films in order to see just how drunk you have to get to enjoy them. So tune in and join Troy. Killboy Kreitz. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Dave. I have the weirdest boner. And Pete. IPAs are ales, meaning they are bottom fermented. Excuse me, they are top fermented. I f- that up. <laughs> Try that again. <laughs> As we drag Kathleen, Hear me. kicking and screaming through an alcohol-fueled podcast dedicated to movies of questionable quality and the frosty adult beverages that help make them tolerable. Good beer, bad movie night. Clearly, it's the beer's fault. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. And as I was saying while we were at a break and Jimmy yelled at me, we were talking about these these matches, all three of these matches that we chose. All different eras, all different territories, quote unquote territories, uh, promotions, what have you. But and, and all three different styles. Yeah. Even though FTR, the revival, you know, whoever, you, whatever you want to go by, are a throwback tag team in a modern era. But all three of these matches exhibit quintessential elements to professional tag team wrestling. As a kid growing up. We all dreamt of being a pro wrestler. If you're listening to this podcast yep. and I didn't have a brother growing up around me, but I always wanted to have one and be a tag team wrestler. I never wanted to really be a singles competitor. I wanted to be a tag team wrestler totally. as a kid. So to see these matches and to see the difference in tag team wrestling psychology is awesome. So yeah. for those yeah. of you out there that don't like tag wrestling, you see it on the card and you go, ah, whatever. Watch <laughs> these matches with us. Yeah. You will see what tag team wrestling can be. And in sometimes some instances are again. Yeah, absolutely. This tag match here was a culmination of a rivalry between FTR or the revival at the time and DIY, which is Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Uh, Gargano and Ciampa uh, became a tag team based on their feud that they had had, even, you know, at the time and, and such and working together. Right. Yeah. Um, and this really, this was the, the, the send off match basically for the revival in NXT before they made their main roster debut. After this, they made their uh, made their debut, uh, targeted the New Day, worked them until a uh, unfortunate injury sidelined them, and really, you know, I think derailed them quite a bit. Um, yeah. Yes, but this match, a best two out of three falls match, and if you watch it, you will see elements of perfect heel work, like we saw in the last match. You will see excellent psychology and you will see the 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 finish of the third fall to me it, it was the revival acknowledging and handing the reins to the tag team division of NXT over to the next generation next group what have you and it's also fabulous because all four um you know had been indie workers at the time but Gargano and Champa had indie buzz 
Yeah. They were into okay. Darlings. Oh, yeah. Whereas definitely. Revival was not necessarily. Right, right and exactly. It yeah. also shows the comparison between old school style versus yeah. the new um, indie style in the in the ring together, too. So those are some of the elements that I loved about this match. This is why I chose this match. It was voted, uh, what, uh, match of the year, I think, even for WWE. It just a fabulous match. It really is. It really is. So, I'm really glad you chose this, too, because yeah, absolutely. You know, it fits so perfectly with the two matches we've just watched. But at the same time, you know, it's on its own as well because, you know, these four talented gentlemen really stand out. The one thing I will say, and some of you old school people may hate me, and I'm an old school person. I almost think that the modern kids have better finishes now. I don't know. But well, the finishes are definitely more spectacular i think in a lot of ways announced maybe announced there there are a lot more um when the first match the finish was just dropped down as a reversal when that was the finish so i mean like right finishes now are a big thing you know it's like oh i'm just waiting to see the rko or oh i'm just waiting to see the f5 or all you know whatever whatever it may be um yeah you know so yeah it's it's definitely a, a bigger part of the show i think I agree. I agree. That's, yeah. All well, right. So let's uh, let's see these guys uh, take take uh, take care of business in Toronto at NXT. Now again, just like all the others, this match is in the notes of the show. This one's actually on Facebook on the WWE page. Dan Dan found it on an actual Facebook under WWE Full Matches. Who's counting us down on this one, bud? But this will be my son Cash Raw Street with the countdown of three. Two, one, yeah. Maybe we'll see this again. NXT like this? Uh, man, I hope. Yeah. But see, the, look at the way it was lit, too. Crowd darker, ring light. It's like old school I know. style presentation. I just... Mm. Yeah. And look, look, the Revival sporting those pink and black colors, they were, you know, and AEW saw them being big fans of the Hearts and Owen and such during that tournament. Right. They wore, they wore it then. Yeah, yeah. Now, their names I'm going to mess up constantly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know? yeah. I'll probably call them FTR. It's okay. <laughs> we all get it, right? I Look, I absolutely love these guys. I'm huge, huge fans of these two guys. But when I watched them in NXT and, and WWE, their names, I never remembered them. Yeah, I know. Cash and Dax, but <laughs> yeah, it, it's Dax and Cash. Yeah, for me. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the thing is, is I've never been a huge Gargano fan, but I respect him. But, you know, in this match, he's top notch. And again, he and, and Ciampa had an incredible storyline, incredible matches, would never take a thing away from him. But I just was never you know, a really huge fan. But oh yeah, well yeah. Maybe that's my that's a me problem. <laughs> no, no. I mean Gargano. I I don't know. I, I I like Gargano, but again, I think he needs to be presented a certain way. Yeah. You know, I don't have a problem with him, but again, sure. I think he has to be presented a certain way. Uh, now, Champa. You talk about a, we talked earlier about a, a menacing psychopath look in the eyes. Totally. You know, Champa can sell that all day long. I remember first seeing him under, it was, 
what was the guy from Ring of Honor, the manager, the oh my gosh, the guy oh, um talk like that. Oh no, no, I was not I thought you were thinking about um Well he ended up Prince? under Prince Nene, but did yeah. he, did wasn't he managed by oh the guy? I'm gonna be embarrassed mm-hmm. for not knowing this. It doesn't matter. It's okay. At first time I remember seeing anything about Champa, he was a lawyer that came out to present yep. something to the undertaker. <laughs> yep. He had a choke slam for his uh, trouble. Yeah. So maybe, he had, uh, maybe he had uh, hair back then too. So yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, Flynn will eat a, a choke slam from someone here pretty soon in WWE now. If he's, and that five from Brock him, or something. If I see him, I'll put him in a choke hold. No, I'm just well, kidding. But I always you thought know, Plunky and Flynn would have been a good FTR, you know, but <laughs> I just well, I'm, look at him. I mean, look, working them. Yeah. Look, love that uppercut, European uppercuts and just working. Look at those Arn Anderson boots he's wearing, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chompa, you has, say, to be, Chompa has to be glad that uh, Triple H is in charge of creative. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm happy. So, I mean, <laughs> well, I, I am too. But I watched Raw, and it was supposed to be the the big special episode that now Triple H is fully in charge. And I was like, eh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I was still like, eh. Yeah, I know. I'm hoping oh. things keep going. You know, so we can skip this here and. I mean, watching these guys just tag team work, tag team moves, mm-hmm. you know, and they're not a team that was just two singles thrown together. Right, right. You know, that, it makes a big difference when when the two workers together are invested in their team. It makes it so much different. It really does. It really does. That was, that was a nice move with the kick as he came over the top row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Gargano's a uh, a a hell of a worker. He he looks good. I like his stuff, but I've just never I don't know. I've never loved him for anything. Like you said, I don't have a problem with him. Yeah. Yeah. No, me either. Just Oh, look at that. Nice neck breaker. I do have to admit, though, I liked uh, uh, the axe better when he had that uh, the Lemmy stash. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Big fan of that. Me all day. Super Seven's bringing out a seven-inch Lemmy. Did you see that? Oh, I did. I just saw it today. I had to send the link to the wife. I was like, please pre-order this. Thank you. Yeah. Make it happen. <laughs> oh, Shatter Machine. Now, see... That's it. The the shatter machine is a proper tag team finish. Yeah. It's believable. It's doable. Yeah. You can hit damn near anyone with it. Right. Right. It, it, to me, it's as akin to the 3d or now the Usos, the one D. Right. Uh, it's as good as the, the doomsday device. Yeah. It's just a classic classic finish mm. 
and it looks like it would just absolutely suck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not again, as not as much so good. Not as much as the uh, Doomsday device would have sucked if you were a jobber taking it back in the day, though. Oh hell no! <laughs> well, you know that. Did you ever notice, like, if Ivan Koloff was on Animal's shoulders, he would do the back bump with the wrestler but mm-hmm. if it was like wolfie d on his shoulders he was pushing off at his calves and flipping him off his back not mm-hmm. moving a bit <laughs> yeah it depended on who you were yeah totally there has to have been somebody that took that move that they were like i think that guy just died yeah well you know god forbid those like we were with tracy's show our last show there with tracy he said, you know, there were just guys that would come in and you know, 30 minutes, it would kick the shit out of them 30 seconds. The music wouldn't even be over and it was done. So, yeah, right. Like, you know, Joe the plumber and, and Sugar Buns, you know, Franklin coming in to fight him. Guess what? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> is eating that really yeah, he's bad. Dead. He's dead. So real quick, guys, what's your time on this? What do you got on this? Uh, 7-11, Okay. None of them commercials pop Yeah, I got them. Yeah, I got them. Yeah, I'm trying to play along. I think, and I absolutely think that the Revival is definitely in better shape now, too. Yeah. 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 Not bad I, shape at all, but. No, no, no. Hmm. Good elbow. Uh, they look, they elbow look like that earlier. Comparatively, yeah. Yeah. Now, after watching these three matches in succession, that move you just saw there, that was the exact same spot we saw in the first match. Yeah. Toe, yeah. toe you know, uh, toe drop, uh, elbow. Yeah. While there really isn't any power from these guys, you could easily say that you could interchange those teams with these teams, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, if you if you saw uh, especially FTR, you see these guys. I could see them going against Malenko's or going against the the Bulldogs or yeah, heavily bodies anybody. It doesn't matter. Rock and roll versus the FTR would be. A, you know, yeah. Oh just, gosh, yeah. So I, I this is going to sound horrible, but just imagine this: Tommaso Ciampa's voice is if Frank Oz was impersonating HBK. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you listen to him, tell me I'm not right. I'll have to th- I'll <laughs> Damn it. Now I hate you. <laughs> so it's not wrong. Just listen to it next time and imagine Frank Oz imitating Sh- uh, Shawn Michaels. That's all I'm saying. Mm. The game I am. Mr. WrestleMania. Anyway, I'm not going to do that. I could do Andre. Oh, no, not Andre against him. Oh, see, that was pretty. Yeah. That man. was, and that's absolutely one of those planned out spots. Yeah, for sure. I'd also just like to mention if you happen to notice the camera guy in the FTR corner, there's a guy named Grogan. He happened to be the guy that fell over the, uh, the WWE sign. Up on stage at one time. Oh, yeah. Okay. He also happened to be my boss when I worked for the Columbus Clippers. Nice. That's, yeah. You've talked about him before. That's yeah. awesome. We're still going to get oh, him the on old the show see the tag. Classic, classic heel tag team move right there. Yes. 
Yeah. He's a clubber in him. <laughs> <laughs> we got to figure out how to get your buddy, the cameraman, on the show without getting him in trouble. Yeah. See, look at that. The heart attack. See, look, they're using classic tag team moves. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that the reason Revival FTR were a little bigger here is because of, uh, you know, that uh, Vince always liked bigger guys, you think? I mean, maybe, maybe they maybe they were lifting a little more. Or, and maybe. Different kind of gas, maybe. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. It just, well, and you can tell, I mean, a little bit rounder in the middle. Sure. And I think part of that was, yeah, I think it was them that they were, they knew they were going to the main roster. They were trying to look bigger. Yeah. But neither one of them are built to be that big wrestler. Right. So I just don't think the body and their workout regiment worked. Right. I agree. I agree. And if you notice that. too, uh, Dawson or the axe there, he doesn't have knee braces on yet. Nope, he doesn't. I noticed that. I loved how he just got in the ring there. It was so quick and effortless, man. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Champa. Great sell. Yeah. Neither there. I think Champa's money, man. He really is. I agree. Totally agree. The work he did as a champ with Goldie. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, it does writer. show an extra level of character right there. You know, the famous are right there. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. The famous or the rough rider, depending on who you are. Who you are. Yeah. What's Cardona call that now? I wonder. Uh, Download radio or silence. Something? Ah, radio radio silence. Silence. That's right. That's right. It's funny because, you know, Ooh. Wolfie will talk to us about how these guys that he works with that are like indie show guys, they'll like name their moves. And it's like, what? Just call it by its normal name, you know? Don't yeah, call yeah. it by the. That's yeah. a choke slam, dork. <laughs> yeah. It's like the Diamond Smarkles Johnny Slam or whatever he. Uh, yeah. He's like, oh, that's my. Uh, yeah, that's my outside edge. What? Oh. <laughs> that's such a beautiful knee. Now, I can't remember if Champa used that knee before he got there, or do you think that that's a William Regal knee trembler? Maybe. Homage knee. Maybe. Because that's that's totally a, a, a Regal knee trembler. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Hey, you're right, crowd. This is awesome. Yeah. The... The Japanese they're not liking me. Yeah, doing that earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, clubbered him. Now, in this storyline, and I wasn't fully paying attention at this time. Are Gagano and Champa are they friends by a, a, a f- basically a very small margin right now? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're they're definitely friends, and they're definitely. Um, on the same page, but at this time it was more or less, uh, everyone is crapping on us. So we're going to do it ourselves. That's why the DIY moniker and gotcha. That was kind of the, you know, now see, that's a great tag finish too. the double knees like that. Yeah. They're running with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. 
wouldn't mind to see a little scorecard of this stuff. You know, the old 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 WWE oh, yeah. would have a running tally on the screen, but yeah, at least the at least the ring announcer, you know, yeah. made an announcement with it. It's true. A good, a good, you know, finish from that would also be the guy gets to move and then he kicks him in the knee, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be a good, good spot. See, that's that's the only problem, though, man. Is it, on a, a best two out of three match, you always know that so that each person is going to win one, it's going to go down to the third. Yeah, that's why it I has to, it. right? I hate that it, gimmick match. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I want to see, I want to see a best out of three falls match where the other team just smokes somebody, right. man, you know, right, right. Just squash match road warriors. And, you know, oh, wow. That was a slap. <laughs> yeah. That, that's why I heard somebody, I can't remember who it was now, but they talked about, you know, everybody kicks out at two. Yeah. Like right at the last second. Why not kick out after one every once in a while, just to make sure mm-hmm. the second up. they get on you, you know? Yeah. And there are those guys. I remember Cesaro would kick out at one a lot. Oh, yeah. See, this match also was uh, part of the uh, beginning progression of the AOP storyline, too. Yeah. Oh, look at that. It was almost like a Tower of London kind of thing. Oh, wow. They'd probably never do it, but I wonder if Triple H would be like, you know what? Maybe we'll we'll scale that that wellness policy back a little bit too to allow some HGH or something, you know, some gassing, a little bit yeah. of gassing, come back yeah. in. Yeah, that would be a PC nightmare, I'm sure. But oh Lord, of course it would. HR nightmare, not PC. What am I talking well, about? Performance pregnancy. Eh, well, whatever. You, you know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. I was talking to my buddy Mark again the other day about Damian Priest, and he was like, "It's funny he's considered a giant, a big man now, when like Edge is taller than him almost." Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, come on. There's just there are a there's is a lack of giant monster workers right now. Yeah, well, you have Amos. Yeah, you got Omos, and you had you know Braun, but. Mm. Wonder when almost is going to get almost worth a damn. <laughs> uh, I don't he, see. He's going to get good as soon as Dominic Mysterio gets good. Okay. <laughs> or Dom. I mean, it's true. I'm sorry. I think Dom's got a better chance than almost though. though. You're right, but I still I just don't ever want to see Dom wrestle anymore in my life. When we get off the air, I'll let you guys know what we nicknamed Dom last night. Okay. I will tell you that we believe that he should be working at a subway. <laughs> okay. It's got to feel good when you're in there breaking your neck for people and they start doing that. Yes and no, I would think, because it's become almost cliche sometimes, too. Sure, sure. But, like, during this time frame, it was still pretty legit. 
And I, you know, not to get political or nothing necessarily watching this match, but look at that. Look at the elbows. That's pretty good. Yep, you missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you know, during this time, FTR was still under the the you know the reign of Triple H, where this is you know th- they respected tag wrestling and they they really made it spectacular. And then they go up to the main roster, they get under Vince's reign, and they ask for a release pretty soon. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm just saying. Didn't last long, did it? Well, I mean. There's so much promise. I was talking was, the other day. How many tag teams can you name in the WWE right now? Street Profits, Usos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got, there. there's a few others they put together, you know, but even... Even then, you've got the Street Profits and the Usos. Yeah, I mean. Oh, nice. Always loved that reverse. Inverted. Sorry, Corey Graves. Inverted figure four. (laughs) It's figure two. Yeah. Now, how would you reverse that on the guy to make it hurt him? (laughs) Would you? uh, Roll over? (laughs) I, yeah, that's, that's what works it. on the regular one. That's it, right? Maybe Gargano could beef up and play Wolverine. Look at him. Yeah, maybe. I watched him on a toy hunt with Ethan Page the other day. Uh, he's, a, I think, he's a Wolverine fan. So <laughs> that makes. I know sense. he's uh, he's back in Cleveland for the uh, the big AIW show recently. I saw. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it was probably around the same time because he was they were near Cleveland. Oh, then uh, yeah. The toy hunt, yeah. Makes sense. I I was thinking about taking the day off yet, or tomorrow and going down. We have a, a a classic toy store here in town called Big Fun. I thought about going down and seeing if I could catch uh, people down there. Well, you can see your boy. Maybe he oh, always rides with Ethan. Dan Housen, yeah. yeah. I know. I was, I was thinking about it. Oh. Oh, Shatter Machine. Yeah. It's always something spectacular when you get beat by your own finning, right? Yeah. Good timing there. Good timing. Totally. totally. I think Axe got a uh, got hard weight. Yeah, did Bret Hart get beat by the sharpshooter one time in Montreal? <laughs> <laughs> well, Earl Hebner. Do you think Brett was the first th- person that worked for Vince that he screwed, or do you think it was one of the other paralegals? <laughs> yeah, all he had to do was. Well, maybe the paralegals screwed the paralegals because, according to Vince, Brett screwed Brett. I try. Well, Vince screwed Vince <laughs> this time, so yeah, that's or true. or somebody did anyway. Yeah, a little bit of see a little Wait, cheek meat there. Come on he, now, did he count to seven that time? Looks like. It's like, it's like a John Wayne pistol. <laughs> Shwink. Doing. <laughs> he covered it there good, though. It looked like oh. it did. Oh, oh wow. yeah. Chop block. I love that chop block. Oh, that was so good. Pretty much, if anybody uses a chop block, I like you as a wrestler, you know? <laughs> Flynn, chop block somebody next time. Yeah. It's too late, Flynn. 
chop block Seth Rollins. Can you imagine if Flynn would have chop block Seth Rollins? Going to business for himself right there on SummerSlam. This might be my only shot. That's it. You know, Seth won't fight back. We've seen that before. Ooh, Crippler Crossface. Yeah. Dual Crippler Crossfaces. Yeah. This is the, uh, this is similar to the spot they had against the Briscoes. Yep. The other night. He's like, don't give up. Do you? I think that's why they did it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Look at that. Oh yeah. He's like, don't you give up? Wait, no, let's both give up. Yeah. Finish man. Yeah. Really is a good finish though. So, I mean, like I said, them both sitting there finally tapping with each other. And that was the, the, that was their send off from NXT. Yeah. That's a good way to go. You know? I think so. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I believe the the you know cream rises to the top. But I mean, if not for Triple H, uh, would they have had the chance to? You know, would they have had the chance to become what they are now? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. No, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's NXT. I think is is what. You know, what launched those guys to stardom? Maybe AEW. Yeah, maybe Tony Khan saw NXT and said, hey, I think I can do that. (laughs) You know, Uh, maybe they're fantastic, though. Yeah, absolutely. Professor uh, Sheik, that was three fantastic tag team matches. Absolutely. Absolutely, boys. I know the Sheik picked the three man tag because he's the new guy on the. (laughs) <laughs> on on the roster here with us so he's like see guys look three guys three guys three guys work great. man three yeah, guys work <laughs> don't worry you're 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 in for good you had to buy a mic and everything so we're gonna leave you now <laughs> yeah good point good point yeah all right boys well uh i do want to say as we record this on a tuesday night um i will be at the aew show here in columbus ohio tomorrow i will try to take some video and see what I can do for the show. Uh, yeah. Hopefully not get kicked. Out. I know, I know some people actually did the setup for it today, so I'm going to try to call on some favors, uh, and see what we can do. Well, you know, you are an admin on our page, GMBMPW. So maybe go live or something. If you can, Dan, wait, wait, I'm a what on a what you're an admin on the GMBMPW Facebook page. <laughs> we have a Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. And a group and a we Twitter. Have a gr- we have a group too. Yeah. Yeah, all of it. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Chic Shorts. Just type in GMBMPW wherever you are, and you'll find it, I promise. So. Damn, it's almost like we're pros and we know what we're doing. I think so, man. Almost. Yeah. Oh, hey, before we sign off for the for the night, Jimmy, can you give us a heads up on who is currently the Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling guest champion? Okay, so as of, as of just recording tonight... It is currently Mike Jablonski, but he he's he's getting he's seeing it rough right now. He's either going to have to hulk out and make a comeback, or you know the musician Tracy Bird, the horror punk king, may end <laughs> up tapping him out or whatever. You know, so big picture, I still believe in you, buddy. But you know, Tracy Bird's coming up, and it would be wild if the musician is the one. That becomes our heavyweight champion. So we'll see it'd be, though. It'd be something. All right. <laughs> it would be something. But, all right. Yeah. Jimmy, go ahead and, uh, and tell everybody, uh, do the, do the thing. Get your shit in kid. 
the thing. Yeah. At GMBMPW on all the social media platforms. Once again, we really appreciate y'all for listening. Go support us on YouTube. I do have another show live Wolfie D it's live and in color with Wolfie D. We have a show every Monday, always trying to have cool guests and cool interviews this Monday. We're going to be talking about Wolfie's time at Ric Flair's last match. So don't, don't miss that. Another thing we are a part of a podcast network. It's called the give me back my podcast network. We, We've got the Give Me Back My Action and Horror Movies, always covering some fun movies there. We've also got the Monster Movie Stomp Down with one Stompy. Is there mm. any Stompies? Uh, uh, get back. Don't know. Okay. Yeah. We had to kick Stompy out earlier anyway. He tried to come in on a run in on that match that we were watching. So, you know, Stompy, check out. Good beer, bad movie night. Check out Flynn and I know you hear me and tales from the haunt, you know, and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Big old, you, you know, big old podcast network and stuff. I, I would like to say that Frank and Stompy are working on something big, cool, big, and, uh, stay tuned, stay tuned. If you like Frank and Stompy, I can't wait. And I think the people will feel the same way. So that's awesome. Yeah. Cheeky babe, you got anything? You and your baby blue headphones? <laughs> I just appreciate you guys. Thank you for uh, opening the tag to a, the free bird rule for me. Absolutely. You know, we determined which one who we are. Am I Gordy? I think, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, that's the way the picture is. You're Gordy. Yeah. I think the picture says it all. <laughs> oh, I have, yeah, I might have the hairiest chest. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I got uh-huh. you. <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah. All right. So for the professor, Jimmy street, the plastic chic J Rod street there. And for everyone who helps this show along, thank you for listening to another episode of give me back my pro wrestling as hearing this show, you would have already seen me maybe go live at AEW. I don't know what's going to happen still, but, uh, stay tuned <laughs> for more shenanigans from us in two weeks. Fight. Fight forever. With a tear in my eye. This is the greatest moment in my life. This has been a James Rock Street production.